I'm not really sure how to start this. It looks like another pastor has been detained in Canada. And uh, we're just trying to get to the bottom of it. And uh, I think we're going to try to do that together. So, a couple days ago, someone sent me a video of law enforcement and health officials in New Brunswick, in St. John, New Brunswick. <clears throat> uh, sh showing up to serve papers to a church. So, I watched those videos. And... Uh, and uh, it was it was really interesting. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. I hope everybody had a fantastic dinner with their friends and family, unabated by the threat of massive government overreach. So, anyway, I watched these videos. And uh, I'm going to play those first. Uh, because that will give us the timeline of the exact way that I've been seeing it. I just got notified that someone from that church has been arrested. It looks like they were arrested and not detained. I'm not sure. It doesn't. Maybe they weren't even arrested, but, but they were walked off by police from the church. And there is a strange timeline developing, and I'm trying to put it together. So some of this maybe take is not authoritative, but I'm trying to piece it all together. And... Um, yeah, it's just a weird it's just a weird thing that's happening here. So I've got this person's Facebook page up. Um try that. So you can see there's the public health lady serving the 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 papers or trying to. Our legal counsel is on the way. So and you have if you're listening on audio, it's just all the police and public health officials standing outside of the church building and they're trying to enter and the guy at the door isn't letting them. He's probably using section one seventy six of the criminal code just like Grace Life did telling them they can't enter, they can't disrupt a church service, stuff like that. Now, when they go inside the church, there is no church service in progress yet, so I'm not I'm not exactly sure of everything, but I'm just going to show you what I've seen as well. And then there's some news articles already coming out about it from CBC, which we can obviously trust as a reliable source. So. have a badge number? You were not Philip James Hutchings. What's your badge number? 718. And your name? Leanne Surabeck. Philip Hutchings is the founding pastor of the church, I believe. And I don't think he's, he's not the guy at the door. Well, you can read this, our legal counsel is on the way. Okay, so under and section then, 13 of the emergency yeah. measures act. Did you say act, that you were going to go find Mr. Hutchings? Pardon? If he would like to come outside, I'm more than happy to speak with him outside. He's So she's obviously just reading um, the the public health order, which 
you know, we would denounce as not usurping anything that is constitutional. But uh, they don't care, and you're going to see that right away from her. Answer you. Yeah, I know. So I got respect for you, sir. I do appreciate how this position actually. You know, I don't know anything about these people, um, but uh, <clears throat> I do appreciate the way they're talking to the police, uh, saying that they're actually, they feel sorry for them. I think that that's the right heart to approach. Um, I do believe later they bring up the Nuremberg Code stuff with them and say, like, you know, I'm just doing my job doesn't cut it, though. So, one... You can inform these men that they should be judged. They should be punished for what they're doing. But that also you feel bad for them that they've been put in these situations. I think that that's fair and reasonable. Uh, you guys can look at these for me. I have one more piece of paper. I'm going to be right back. Section 425. Let them flex their muscles. Okay, so if you're not paying attention, the guy, or if you're not, uh, if you're not, if you're only on audio, the guy uh, went inside to grab something, and she just kind of looked around and then walked inside the church. Um. And now they're all just going in. And obviously they don't care because they have their section 13 of their health health code thing, right? So they're just walking in and doing whatever they want. Yep. Do you want me to videotape you over there? So they're just walking around on the street. Um, the guy holding the camera is going over to talk to police. And I don't really think much more happens in this video. Uh, let's see. Yeah, so they're talking to each other on the street. He's, he's I believe he's a, this guy that's talking right now is a, is an attender of some sort, I think. And let's see. Oh, they're already in there. Yeah, so. Not much else happens in this video, but let's go back. There's a second one right here. Let's make sure that that is going to play for you guys. So this is now the shot of them being in the church. Um... Looks like there's 20, 30 people in there. I believe I believe that is the pastor there inside in the suit. Philip, I think his name is. And she's coming over to serve papers. The health official is coming to serve serve papers. I 
of the Emergency Measures Act. I am speaking with you, Philip James Hutchins. My name is Leanne. Yeah, and you sent Wanda Freeze in, which My is also is a lie. My name is Becker. I'm a but, police officer with the Department yeah. of Justice Listen, and Public Safety. Mr. Hutchings. for you. You have been speaking to me in English, so I am going to expect that you speak in English, since I cannot read an active offer. So she's obviously not impressed with what he, how he's acting. Now, I don't know how he was acting. We missed some things, right? So, and then there's more right here. So there's this one as well. So they're obviously singing hymns in there. Uh, I'm not really sure um, what the goal is there. I believe this church subscribes to somewhat uh, word of faith type theology so i'm not really big on that but regardless of them being theologically sound or anything like that which i do not know uh it is important to understand that what is happening here is still terrible no matter what She's already trespassing, and so it's she's already violated. She's already violated it, and so. So the police officer uh, told her it's fine. Just throw it on the ground. He's been served. You don't need to keep explaining it to him because he refuses to listen. Kind of thing is what happened there. So she walks out. And she's about to walk in, and then. She, She's actually going to almost um, accuse one of the ladies of, of, of touching her or something. It's weird. Here, just hold on. Please don't touch me. I didn't touch you. I did not touch you. You bumped into me. Sorry to go to up. You bumped into me. And I have it on video that you bumped into me. Okay, so obviously she didn't really care uh, that that happened. So not a big, not a big deal on that one. I think I think she's flustered and angry. She seems pretty angry. <sighs> this whole thing is just really, really brutal. We can we can chat outside if you want. Well, you can chat with him when he's no, available. No, we're done. We're done. We're done. Because during the emergency, yeah, you say it's not trespassing because during the emergency order we can enter any property we want. We still say it's trespassing because your mandate that wasn't passed through the proper system we don't believe has any value or weight. Now, I'm sure the courts will side in your favor because they have become completely and morally bankrupt. But make no mistake, officer, in this video, you are guilty of trespassing. And on Judgment Day, you will have to answer to that or for that. Uh, you can act like you have moral authority now. 
But sadly, what will happen to you if you do not repent of this and turn to Christ and reject what you are doing and step away from your position and tell your wicked leaders that you can no longer do this, you will pay for this sin forever. You will have to answer for this sin for all eternity and every sin that you've ever committed if you do not turn to Christ and repent of these wicked, wicked things you are engaged in. Measures Act, which is in effect right now, we as peace officers were allowed to any dwelling, which is, includes... I know, and you got your job to do, but I'm not going to argue right? when the law is right there. No, <laughs> that's, that's right. Okay. Right. Well, so... We'll, we'll Whatever way you want to spin it, right? that's the law. We'll leave it at that then. Yeah. All right, so, so thank you. I guess they're agreeing to disagree. God, protect the people. Thank you. And that lady's right. They should be ashamed of themselves. Um, let's see if... I think that was it for videos from this person. So, yeah, that's... <clears throat> this is just someone's Facebook page. It's fully public, so I figured it was okay to share it. Oh. <sighs> You know, I do have another video that I might um, put up for you guys after. Um, no. This is not the one. Oh, I think it's... It's... Uh, yes, so this lady has everything from her public as well. Um, I'm not going to show you guys this video yet, but uh, soon. Uh, I'm assuming you guys saw me scrolling through Facebook there, so I'm going to close this for now. So... You can see there's some really, really crazy stuff going on uh, with this church. And there's more. There are two CBC articles, like I said. And we'll just, uh, I'll bring those up for us so you can look through them together. So something happened here. I'm not exactly sure what's going on. So let's see. Yeah, so there's the article. It says, um, so this is from October 8th. Those videos, I believe, are from October 6th. Uh, CBC article says, social media shows Pastor St. John Church served papers by peace officers. His Tabernacle Family Church. Weekend church services at His Tabernacle Family Church in St. John will go ahead as planned. After the pastor of the church agreed to follow new rules imposed by the province last month. So what is interesting is this article is saying that Pastor Philip Hutchings agreed, agreed to following the rules. Now, this is obviously a CBC article, so I don't trust it. But if this is true, that wouldn't be good that he agreed to the new rules and then broke them after this. 
which would have been today, that would not be a good thing if he said that he would follow them. Now, I don't know if he actually did. Um, I always assumed the worst of CBC, so I'll, we'll go on, though. The province asked the Court of Queen's Bench for a preliminary injunction that would prohibit the church from holding public gatherings which are in contravention of the Public Health Act and the Emergency Measures Act, according to documents obtained from the court. On Friday afternoon, the party signed a consent order that saw the pastor, Philip James Hutchings, agree to make all reasonable efforts to ensure compliance with the rules governing faith-based gatherings. The agreement will remain in effect until a hearing on the province's application under Section 55 of the Public Health Act can be heard. On Wednesday night, the church was fined for flouting the province's emergency order. The ticket was issued to a representative of the church for failure to comply with provisions of the mandatory order. Confirmed Corrine Enos, a spokesperson for the Department of Justice and Public Safety. So she did not come, sorry, she did not name the faith-based venue, but a video posted on Facebook on Wednesday shows two public safety officers at the door of his Tabernacle Family Church on Rockland Road trying to serve papers to Hutchings. So there you go. And this is the video we saw. In this video, the man tries to prevent them from arguing. They're, okay, so they're using the private property laws, saying it's private property. The officers explain, explain that according to the Emergency Measures Act, peace officers are allowed to enter to ensure compliance with New Brunswick's new emergency order. Um... The officers eventually enter the building without being invited, much to the chagrin of a small vocal crowd outside the building, which at one time was owned by a Roman Catholic Bishop of St. John, according to records of service in New Brunswick. So why does that matter? Why did they mention that? No one knows. So we obviously saw what happened. So this is a recap. Now, now, um... Now, there's another article, which is from the 10th, and um, here is, yeah, here's from the 10th, and it was updated six hours ago, so here it is. Sorry, I just checked my phone there and phased out for a second. Really high-quality content we're putting out here. Um, his Tabernacle Family Church ticketed last week for violating province's emergency order. Okay, so parishioners gathered on Sunday at his Tabernacle Family Church, which was served a fine last week for failing to abide by the province's emergency orders. More than 100 people gathered for Sunday morning service at his Tabernacle Family Church in St. John, where the pastor was ticketed just last week for failing to comply with the province's emergency orders. The church appeared to have a tent set up outside to check the names of people arriving, but the vast majority of people entering and exiting the church were not wearing masks or physically distancing. Two uniformed peace officers were on the scene not long before the service was about to start. 
They left after speaking to people outside. So it goes on to say that they came back. Then they, yeah, it says 90 minutes later, they came back with 10 more officers. Um, they were taking license plate numbers. And so at one point, one man was taken into one of the peace officers vehicles, but was later released. <clears throat> so there's a shot of him being put in the, or sitting in the back of the police cruiser. Now we have video of that as well. And so it just says it's unclear whether tickets are, are, are being issued. CBC has reached out to some people and, uh, no one from the church obviously wanted to talk to them. Talks about what the fines are and all that junk. So, um, if this pastor agreed to the conditions that he was placed under and then broke them, that is not good. He should have said no to those conditions and taken those consequences. I, I, but like I say, I don't know what he said yes to or agreed to. I do not know that. I'm going off of what this article says. Now, I do have his Facebook page as well. Um, and, uh, sorry. Okay. Ah, end screen share. So there we go. So there's now that. Now, now let's go to the pastor. Phil, Philip Hutchings. Let's now go look at his Facebook page. And it's disappearing. Oh, okay, it's this one. I do not need that part. Okay, so we're on his Facebook page. Uh, there it is. So... I'm going to show you guys this picture he posted of like something to do with Psalm two as well. So his Facebook page is completely and totally open. So I don't think it's a big deal that I'm scrolling through it openly on my channel. Um, I thought I had the video put up. Uh, I did not. So, Oh, what's going on here? Uh, I'm, I messed up here. I'm in September. So that's the issue. It's gotta be, yeah. Okay. It's farther. Okay. So you can see, I'm not even going to play this video, but you can see, uh, last Sunday health officials were at his house, uh, hanging out, trying to get him. Oh, and that, that is our lady right there in the video. You can see her. That's her right there. Same lady. So. They've been coming to his house and trying to serve him stuff at his house. Now you've got police officers, uh, October 8th, um, trying to talk to him outside of his house. And then you've got this shot of him coming home and, uh, uh, his family meeting him at his truck. Now I, 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 he wasn't arrested. I'm not exactly sure what this is about. So I'm, I, I don't, I'm not even going to look at it. Um, 
Oh, maybe. Oh no, no. I think that's him. I think that's him. I don't know. I'm just trying to navigate this Facebook page, right? It's kind of difficult. There's a great quote from C.S. Lewis. I posted that as well. So here we go. Here's the video from from 11 hours ago. And this one's kind of hard to listen to. Hold on. Go to the start. So they're telling him he is obstructing them. And uh, he says, yeah, I can't let you in. So let's let's see if we can hear that again. I think he said, okay, so we have to arrest you. There you go. Okay, so he was put under real arrest. What's the violation? Why are you here in the middle of a church service disrupting a church service? No answer to that? So the guy uh, at the door who is wearing a security tag is the one who we can hear clearly right now. And then you can hear the police officer reading him his rights in the back. The other, we were, we the were other pastor, I think he is. I have no access. Okay, so the security guard just said, we were asked to comply and that's what we're doing. So I, I that remains to be seen. I can't tell. And what is your name? I'm not going to Under the that. you have to identify. No. Okay. So you can hear him reading. Reading his Grandma rights to him. Took all you guys to church when you were kids. <laughs> wouldn't be here doing this to a church. That's the security guy again saying that to the police officers. So they're walking him off. They didn't handcuff him, which is nice. So I, I give them credit for that one, not, not handcuffing a guy in a suit. So I'm not sure of this guy's name. I think it might be Cody. Um, I, th I think the post that I made on Facebook says his name is Cody. So there's that video. So let's keep scrolling. So now here's something interesting. Four hours ago, this is the newest post. Four hours ago, Phil Hutchings posted, we had a packed service tonight and it was powerful but i forgot to tell public safety that we changed locations side note 15 decisions for christ today so you've got his images here and then there's a guy with a camera a police officer with a camera so <clears throat> i'm not exactly sure i guess they have evening services too and they moved it to a different location so i'm not sure how that all works out in the grand scheme of whether that's ethical or not. So you are seeing the arrest of pastors again in this country. Um, I guess it's cool because now Jason Kenney isn't the only premier that's okay with arresting pastors who defy him. Now I will state once again that if this pastor did agree 
I guess what happened was is the reason that guy was arrested is because he wasn't letting them in, and they said that they were complying. I have no idea how to prove that or not. I don't know. So take it for what it is. This is all the information I can put out. Now, one thing, oh yeah, okay. So I didn't I didn't share that screen. So I was trying to figure out what was going on with this post on his page. Um I'll get the picture back up here. So this post says Psalm 2. Why is my messenger open again? Oh, oh no, those are comments. Okay. So let's make it big. So it looks like it's based on Psalm 2. It's either that or just like a really wild translation that makes no sense. I tried to figure out which one it was. I would type in sections of it and it would just come up with... uh like entirely different verses or, or commentaries on Psalm 2, stuff like that. So I'm not exactly sure what what this is, if it's more of like him writing something about Psalm 2. So it says, Why do dictators and governments throughout our world persist in persecuting the people of God? Um... He's got this part highlighted. Disconcerting as this is to me, our great God laughs at their foolish efforts and his laughter will have the sound of fury in the day he determines to act against them. He will reveal to them who truly is Lord and King. And so when it talks about the nations laughing, it's verse 4. It says, He who sits in the heavens laughs. This is in the NASB. The Lord scoffs at them. Then he will speak to them in his anger and terrify them in his fury, saying, But as for me, I have installed my king upon Zion, my holy mountain. So I don't think this is supposed to be a translation of Psalm 2, but it was just a weird thing that I noticed. And like I say, I don't know anything about, I don't know anything about <clears throat> this guy. Um... I don't know anything about the church, so keep that in mind. But what is happening to them is still horrendous, still wrong, still evil. It is, Laura asks, is it the Passion Translation? So that is the first thing I went and did, is go see what the Passion Translation said, and it's not that. Very egregious, though, the Psalm 2... The Psalm 2 Passion Translation is egregious. So, Psalm 2 is, is an amazing, uh, amazing psalm dealing with different members of the Trinity, God's sovereignty over all things, God installing his king, who is Jesus. It is amazing. But we don't need to get into that. So there were pastors speaking out yesterday. Bill is saying. That's a YouTube video we'll all have to watch at some point. Uh, oh. Oh, I didn't watch it. It's the live stream of 
Tony Costa, Tim Stevens, James Coates, and Jacob Rayum. I'm going to have to post that link as its separate post to my Facebook page. I don't have time to look at that now. Um, was it meant, someone asks, was it meant to just be a comment boring from scripture, a thought rather than an exact translation? That's what it seems like to me. Um, Katie, it seems like it's more just like him playing off of Psalm 2. Uh, one thing I noticed was that it was like written in a prose format and a lot of the, the comments seem to be thinking that it is Psalm 2. But I don't know if that's his his intent. I'm just trying to be as fair as possible when I don't know anything about these people, right? That's all. So, uh, I do have something else that we can go over. Um, because I was going to save it, but I really wanted to get it out there. And so, this wasn't mentioned in the title. But I have... Uh, Basically, my sister-in-law knows someone who called an AHS employee and asked her about spreading COVID uh, when you are vaccinated. And an AHS employee over the phone confirmed, yes, you still do spread it. So... Share that video, share this video that has it in there, and and check that out. So I'm going to just share that as well. So we can be praying for that pastor. Before I move on, let's pray for that pastor um, and pray for that church. Um, pray that they would come to a deep and robust biblical theology I don't know what they believe like I say I know very little about them but I would hope that this would push them towards a biblical understanding of who Christ is because persecution helps build Christ's church we've been seeing for all of biblical history so let's see there she is so we've got that video up. It's very pixelated. But let's check this out. Oh. Okay, so my question is, is if I'm fully vaccinated, can I... Hold on. Here we go. So it's not a very interesting video. It's the audio that we're going to be interested in, obviously. Right. Is this the right department? Okay, so my question is, is if I'm fully vaccinated, can I still get the virus? Okay, so if I do contract yes, it, yes. can I... And you can still spread it. I can still spread it. So, yeah. in coming October 18th, the... So, keep in mind that she didn't even ask that. The the employee just volunteered it. Yes, you can... And yes, you can still spread it. She said it before the lady even asked. Unvaccinated people in my workplace have to be tested. So, if I can still get it and transmit it... Hold on. So, she said, I think starting November 16th unvaccinated people will need to be tested. I think that's what she said. Let's rewind. Unvaccinated people in my workplace spread it. So, yeah. In coming October 18th, the October 18th. unvaccinated people in my workplace have to be tested. 
So if I can still get it and transmit it, so how come I wouldn't need to be tested to continue working? <laughs> that is an excellent question. I don't know. I don't know. I guess because you're considered uh, less of a risk than, than they would be, you know, um, you know, I guess that's how they've, they've developed the public health rules. Um, but yeah, that, that would, that would be a, a question for the powers that be that, that make these, that make these rules and, 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 you know, uh, you know, sets of guidelines here. But you're, you're quite right. There is always risk for any one of us. So, I mean, I could still be, if I was a fully vaccinated person, I could still be infecting my clients and I wouldn't even know, but I guess at least these other people who are not vaccinated, they're going to know because they're getting tested three times a week. Right. So you can hear the lady being very hesitant all of a sudden. And um, she's about to confirm that, yes, this does seem to be a major problem in the logic. If you can still get it and you can still spread it, and you but you don't need to be tested... But you, but you're just as likely to spread it. Why don't you need to just be tested still anyway? And I would also add, if it makes unvaccinated people more sick, and you now hide the symptoms, you would now be the ones making the unjabbed sick, right? And yes, I will post this. Um, I might post me doing this section as its own video. And then I'll also share her video stock to my Facebook page. So it just seems that, like that doesn't make true. sense. No, it, there's still a lot of questions surrounding absolutely. Okay. I, I don't disagree with you. Okay. Are you otherwise feeling well today? Oh, yes, I feel well. I'm just concerned that yeah, okay. I, I'm just, like I said, that there seems, even though I can still get it and give it to other people, that doesn't seem to be an issue. But it's the unvaccinated people that have to get tested three times a week, even though they're in the right. same situation as the vaccinated. This yeah. Is killing yeah. It. Okay. yeah, it's true. Well, I appreciate your honesty. It really give us any, any reassurances at all. No. Okay. Uh, you I also appreciate this lady's honesty. Wow. You know, like, like, like they said, you know, lesser, lesser risk, but still risk. <clears throat> okay, well, I appreciate So the per what is the yeah. actual point of the vaccine then? Well, to, de to, to decrease the risk of acquiring and spreading it, ultimately. Okay, even though I can still get it and still... But, but, that, but, but I'm going to be honest with you, that's what the unvaccinated people are questioning. What's the point? <laughs> If, if we still all have to wear a mask when we go out, if we still can get the virus, if we still can spread it, what is the point of the vaccine? And, and that's the big question that's being asked. And that's, that's where, that's where we encounter trouble, right? With, with people, um, you know, being leery with the vaccine. And how is this lady saying this right now? It, it is fascinating. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. She's from AHS. This was a call to AHS. I wish that she would have gotten the first section recorded, but I personally know like 
this lady works with my sister-in-law. I know that that's a big chain, but this is on her Facebook page. I went to it myself to find it. This is her. She called AHS, told them she was a vaccinated person, and now this lady's being way too honest with her. <laughs> Let's rewind it here. Being asked, and that's that's where that's where we encounter trouble, right? With with people, um, you know, being leery with the vaccine, and yeah. and understandably so. Okay. Well, I appreciate your honesty and your information. Thank you for your time. Oh, you're very welcome. But before I let you go, I just have to keep track of the calls that come in. Do you mind me taking down your nine-digit health number? Oh, you know what? I'm driving right now, so <laughs> I don't even, like, I, I, okay. yeah. So you can hear that. So sh that's not even true. She needs to take down her nine-digit health number. That's ridiculous. Whenever we call HealthLink, my wife just says, no, you don't need that. Because I'm just calling to get advice. You don't need to put anything on my file. I'm just asking you, right? So, there she is, openly admitting it, saying it. Um, one lady, Maureen, says, So I'm losing my job for what? Exactly. It defies logic. The only, at this point... You cannot assume incompetence anymore. There is no justification for assuming incompetence. It must be. It must be nefarious. They have to have bad intentions. You cannot pick that they're incompetent or they're trying to help you. Those are not options anymore. <laughs> Those are not options. <laughs> They're trying to make you take this drug. Oh, those kids. Messed up my hat. Had some people over. If you can't hear that, that's a Velcro patch coming off my hat. I just noticed that it was upside down. Thanks, guys. I'm glad that you got me. And you know who you are. And I won't say your names because your mom would not be impressed. <clears throat> well, like I say, uh, it's not about being incompetent. These people have bad intentions. The people at the top, the people even at really high levels of management, all have bad intentions. They know what the truth is. They know what's happening out there, and they're still pushing this lie on you. Like I said, I posted that definition of what immunize means. It literally means to be made immune to something. If you can still get it, still transmit it, still get sick from it, and still die from it, you're not immunized to it. You've not been made immune. So calling it an immunization is not accurate. And you've seen that AHS has come out and released its documents saying that a certain specific drug used sometimes on farm animals, sometimes on humans, is being discredited, or they put out their papers that are completely discrediting it as effective, but it, from 
I have anecdotal evidence that it's effective because I know people that have taken it to fight COVID personally, personally know people that have used, I you can't say it, have used that drug to fight it. So I will close with this though, guys. Maureen says it saved my life and my husband. I wonder if you're one of the people that I know about that was saved by it. I don't know for sure, but I heard a really interesting story about a certain drug that was used on a couple, I think. And so that might've been you, Maureen. It might've been you. So Maureen is saying that this drug saved, saved her and her husband's life. And we all know what drug I'm talking about. But I will close with this, guys. Once again, it is important to reflect on God's word and what it says. It's not enough to just come out here and point out all the ways we're being lied to. Um, we need to point ourselves back to God's word and reflect on that. And if you're not a believer, you should be. It would really help you through this. Also, it would spare you from the wrath that is coming someday. So, I want to reflect on Psalm 2 again. Seems like all I deal with is Psalm 2 and Romans 3. But, if those were the only scriptures you knew, you'd be doing pretty good. If you memorize those two chapters, you'd be doing pretty good. Psalm 2, why are the nations in an uproar and the peoples devising a vain thing? The kings of the earth take their stand and the rulers counsel together against Yahweh and against his anointed, saying, let us tear their fetters apart and cast away their cords from us. So at the end of the day, the unbelieving rulers of the world are constantly striving to throw what they consider to be the shackles of God off of them. That is their goal, is to replace God and to be free of the burden of his lordship over them. That is what these rulers do. Any ruler who is not following God is doing Psalm 2, 1 to 3. Those are the two options, ultimately. God responds, He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. Then he will speak to them in his anger and terrify them in his fury, saying, But as for me, I have installed my king upon Zion, my holy mountain. I will surely tell of the decree of the Lord. He said to me, You are my son. Today I have begotten you. Ask of me, and I will surely give the nations as your inheritance, and the very ends of the earth as your possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron. You shall shatter them like earthenware. Now therefore, for, O kings, show discernment. Take warning, O judges of the earth. Worship the Lord with reverence and rejoice with trembling. Do homage to the sun that he not become angry, 
and you perish in the way. For his wrath may soon be kindled. How blessed are all who take refuge in him. And so we must pay homage to or kiss the son. And that son is Jesus Christ. God sent his son to dwell among us. And all these people will soon, soon come face to face with their maker. And when they do, they will know that it is too late to repent. And so we need to be praying for our enemies. And I don't do a good job of this. I've really, really been struggling with this. But we need to be praying for our enemies. We, we shouldn't desire wrath to be poured out on them. We should first and foremost desire their repentance. Right? Jason Kenney, the Premier of New Brunswick, we should desire their repentance. That they would come to know the Lord. They would turn from their sin and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of their sin. First and foremost. And if that does not happen though God will be glorified by punishing them for eternity in hell they will stand before God and all of these things will be read out in f before them and they will have to pay for their own sin but for the believer you will stand before God in your white clean robes that Jesus has dressed you in your sins are covered like beautiful white robes you will stand before God and he will say well done good and faithful servant because he will see your good works or sorry he will see Jesus's good works instead of all the deeds that you have done because he already poured out the punishment for all those sins on Jesus. He poured out his wrath on Christ for all those who would believe in him. And so, turn to Christ before it's too late. Jason Kenny, turn to Christ before it's too late. I beg you, it's not too late. You can always come to him. You can repent of this evil. Dina Hinshaw, our chief medical officer of health, you are a liar. You have been lying for so long. It just comes off the tongue with no effort. You just read your lines and you just, just say it effortlessly. You speak lies. You utter lies. Truly, the venom of asps is under your lips. You are a sinner, and you will have to pay for your sin if you do not turn to Christ. It will not go good for you on Judgment Day unless you take the free gift of grace that is being offered to you, and you have Christ's righteousness imputed to you. That's it. What you've done is grievous. You deserve 
You deserve death for what you've done. You've caused the death of people by lying about what would help them and what would treat them. You are a murderer. But even murder is forgivable. It's not too late. Turn to Christ today. Believe on him. Please, please believe on him. And so, my friends, I end tonight. I hope that this has been helpful and informative in keeping you up to date on what has been happening uh, in Canada. And with that, I will end this stream. And I will see you on either Wednesday or Thursday night.